Welcome to the With Clarity and Purpose podcast with your host, Janet Borrego. Each week, I bring you an inspiring person or message to empower you to live life on your terms so you can be who you want to be, do what you are meant to do, and have the life you deserve to have. We will provide you with practical and cutting-edge approaches to continue getting clarity and direction on your path, mastering your mindset, and gaining confidence to tap into your inner wisdom so you can live on purpose. Welcome to episode number 13 of With Clarity and Purpose. And today's topic is about boundaries, setting and enforcing boundaries, which is a really exciting topic to talk about. Now, before digging into the content, I want you to, I want to remind you that there is a free resource I built a few weeks ago about making decisions that lead to fulfilling outcomes. Now, this is a huge clarity booster if you are overwhelmed with options or if you are trying to make a decision that aligns with your values and who you are and you don't know where to start. You gotta download this free resource. I promise that it's gonna be super helpful because it has been to me and my coaching clients. So go there to the podcast notes, to the video notes and download it because I promise my friend is going to be very helpful. Now, going into the content of the episode, let's talk boundaries. This is one of my favorite topics because I feel that a lot of people feel intimidated simply by that word, boundaries. And they even feel more intimidated when it's about communicating boundaries and communicating feedback. And I always tell my coaching clients, it's the whole opposite. Actually, communicating boundaries is an enabler to have more trusting and healthy relationships with each other. Wouldn't you like to know if you're violating someone's boundaries? Wouldn't that be nice to know? Now, it is important because whenever we have a relationship with someone, it can be a friend, it can be a manager, it can be a romantic partner, a boss. It is important that we communicate what is important to us and how they can win with us. Because we would like the same from the other person. Just to establish that level of transparency and clarity in terms of what do they value and what are the things that are non-negotiables to them and what are the things that they would appreciate from us. Funny story. It was, I had joined this corporate job and it was my first year. And I was working on this project and I was pretty new to it, but I was highly involved. I was doing a lot of things. And we had a client meeting uh, who was my manager and me. We went to the client office and I noticed that whenever he was presenting, it was all about communicating. I did this. I did this slide. I did this organization map. I did this. And honestly, I got bothered because it wasn't I, it was we. I had built actually a lot of it. <laughs> and he was saying I. 
and but it was a combination effort it was a team effort and at that time i would have appreciated him to recognizing us as a team and i really got bothered and i remember in my mind thinking as we were walking from that client office to our office i remember thinking this is so important for me to communicate and i'm relatively new in this company should i communicate it you know i wasn't sure and i decided to prioritize what i believe was important not only for me but for the relationship between ourselves and for the relationship with that client now i remember walking next to him and i was like okay okay how do i bring this up and the first thing that i said is like let's call him adam hey adam how do you think that meeting went and he was like yeah it went great i mean great job and i asked him do you have any feedback for me because i wanted to open up the doors to communicate that i was open to feedback right do you have any feedback for me and he was like no i think you did great and i was like okay cool do you mind it is super important to always ask for permission do you mind if I provide you with some feedback. Now, in this moment, I was really nervous. Remember that this was a person who was at a higher position than me. And I do think that it doesn't matter what position we are in, we can always respectfully and clearly communicate what is important to us. So we can all do better because no one is perfect. It doesn't matter how high up they are. No one is perfect. And there is always opportunity for growth. So I told him, hey, do you mind if I provide you some feedback? And he looked at me surprised and he's like, yes, please. He was so open to it and surprised at the same time. And I was like, hey, I noticed that there were a couple of times that whenever you were presenting, you were referring to you only. Like I did this and I gave a couple of examples that were factual based on what happened there. And I told him, and that made me feel not included. And that made me feel that I wasn't part of a team, you know, because I was relatively new too. That made me feel this way. So first, I asked for permission. Second, I gathered the facts. And third, I communicated how that made me feel. And I also communicated the vision of it, right? Because I was like, when we go to the client, that client sees us as one company. They don't see us as Adam and Janet. They just see us as one. And we are here to provide support to that client no matter what they're going through. You know, that's what matters, the outcome of this project. And I put it back also on that vision of supporting the client because at the end of the day, we were in that meeting to fully support that client in that project. And immediately after I communicated that, he was like, oh my God, you're totally right. Please forgive me. I am so sorry. And I also told him, hey, Adam, I want you, like I brought this up. I want you to do the same with me. I want to grow. I want to know how to win with you and the client. Please let me know how I can be better. It is important as we communicate feedback or communicate certain boundaries that we are also ready and open to receiving that feedback and maybe the boundaries communication from the other person. 
it is important to approach the situation with humbleness because whenever we have friction when we are receiving information people tend to push back i love what one of my teacher does he has someone during the training raise their hand and then he pushes their hand and suddenly that person pushes back unconsciously it doesn't have to be even consciously we have this you know, unconscious behavior to whenever we are pushed against the wall, we are going to push back. So it is important to find a moment that you are in true connection with that person, a good moment. You don't want to necessarily give that feedback or that boundary whenever you are in high tension with the person. And the same works for partnerships. I mean, one of my boundaries is whenever we are communicating and my boyfriend knows, let's talk about it, right? None of us, we run away from this situation. Let's talk about it in a calm, centered, balanced way, respect each other and get to an outcome, hopefully. It is so important to communicate these boundaries with the people we love and we respect because that's how they can win with us. Now, a lot of times when people violate our boundaries, they didn't even know that was a boundary for us. And we got to have that level of understanding, right? Whenever that happens for the first time, because if someone violates our boundary, sometimes we may take it personally and we may think that they did it on purpose. How can they know I don't like this? Well, guess what? That person is different than us. That person is in a different total world than us. He or she has different needs, different values. And it is important to respect each other model of the world. And if that person didn't know they violated a boundary, it is your responsibility to communicate that boundary to that person whenever that first violation of the boundary happens. Because it is a good place. If it happens a second time, then that person cannot say, oh, I didn't know about it, right? You had communicated that already. And at that moment, it is time to enforce the boundary. Now, this can be a little bit challenging and difficult whenever you're having a second conversation about the same thing with one person and you got to test, you got to calibrate on the behavior of this person because the first time you have communicated the boundary and the second time that person has violated the boundary, them knowing that it was a boundary. I love what one of my favorite speakers and coaches says, Tris Thorp. She says the second time that they know they violated that boundary, you gotta reinforce and communicate that boundary again. And now with the consequence of what's going to happen if they do it for the third time. Now, this type of boundary that I'm referring to this situation, this is a non-negotiable. It is something that for you, it is black or white. It is kind of like a threshold value, right? That for you, if that person violates that, it means being in the relationship or not. The first part, just to summarize really quickly, I know that was a lot of information. The first part is communicating the boundary. Again, that is an enabler to have healthy and trusting relationships. 
and how you communicate the boundaries is that you collect all the facts because you want to make sure that you're objective as possible. Now, you may know you're never going to be objective because everything we experience in the reality is filtered by our values, beliefs, and past experiences. But you collect the factual data, as factual and objective as you can get. And then when you're communicating to a person, the first thing you're going to ask is for permission. Hey, do you mind if I provide you with some feedback? Hey, do you mind if we can have a conversation about some boundary that I have that you may have violated it? Let's have that conversation, right? You want to open the gate so that person is being included and taken into consideration whatever they are going to say also. So whenever they say yes, you go directly to the facts. Hey, I noticed, for example, in the conversation that I had with my manager at that time, hey, I noticed there were several times in that meeting that you made reference to I, not we. This is an example of it, right? And if you have examples, then amazing. And then you go to the facts. And you got to recognize at some point that this is your own perception and your own interpretation. Your boundaries may not be their boundaries. A lot of times it's just different based on your beliefs and needs. So after communicating the facts, what you're going to say is, this made me feel... And then you take ownership for the feelings and emotions that came when those facts happened. Now, it is really important, like I mentioned before, that these type of conversations happen in a positive or neutral environment. You don't want to do it when there is high tension. You want to know it with the person is open to whatever you have to say and whatever value you need to bring into the relationship. So, Wait for a moment that is the right moment to have this conversation. First, ask for permission. Second, gather the facts. Third, communicate how those facts and how those events made you feel. Fourth, communicate what would you have liked instead. In my case was, hey, instead of I, I would appreciate if we talk about our company as we, because at the end of the day, we are both delivering the project to our client and the client doesn't care who is who as long as they have the delivered product, right? So that is the next step is communicating what you wish to happen instead. The last step is getting agreement. Hey, does this make sense to you? Okay, yeah, makes sense. Totally cool. And the last step is also asking for their feedback. Is there anything you wish to tell me? Is there any feedback? Is there any boundary that maybe I have violated and I haven't even realized it because I didn't know? That question, my friends, is going to build even more trust in this genuine relationship that you are building with this person. Now, that is the formula that I follow over and over with my managers in the past, with my partner, with my mother, with my coaching clients, with everyone. And I promise whenever you follow it to the T is successful. Remember, boundaries is about cultivating healthy relationships. I always leave you with this question, not with this question, but with one question. And the question today is what boundary conversations have you been avoiding that if you have them, it will greatly improve 
any relationship that you may be having. Be courageous. It is really important that you start practicing this skill because it doesn't matter where you go, facing the situations and actually recognizing that this is for the better of the relationship is really important to have in mind. I hope this episode was super helpful for all of you. And please apply the framework and let me know how it goes. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you so much for listening at With Clarity and Purpose. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Sharing is caring. Please share with your friends and family so we can continue building an empowered community together. I'll see you next week.